Hi, everybody, and welcome to Dublin Tech Talks, the new normal in association with Icon Accounting. Today, we have Stephen Gillen uh, on the show. Uh, Stephen is CEO of SSE Media Group, business and life coach, investor, philanthropist, and international Peace Prize nominee, and the author of The Monkey Puzzle 3, a uh, story of your life. Uh, I got to read about you, Stephen, in the Sunday World a couple of weeks ago and, and reached out to you for a chat. So th thanks, Emil, for, for coming back to me. Um, You've done a lot. Uh, you're a self-made self entrepreneur, you know, CEO of your own business now. Where, where did it all come from and, and how did you get to where you are now? Well, th thanks for having me. First thing, Gavin, is the first thing. And um, I come from a very hard background, back home, you know, like everyone else. You know, it was a, a lovely pl a place to grow up. I grew up in the north. You know, there was all the civil, all the civil problems then. You know, in the early days of the early early seventies. So I grew up in that environment. And then I come to England, and um, I went through a lot of a lot of stuff. You know, I mean, I got involved in a lot of stuff in the East End. I ended up in prison, unfortunately, for a long time. But I managed to turn my life around, and I really, you know, I had good good people around me, and I um, I. I started. Uh, I started in the construction industry. Really, my family, you know, they was very good in the groundwork industry. So we uh, we worked our way through that. We managed to get get a contract with the local authority. That was a start for us, you know, of something. You know, when we worked morning, noon, and night at that, it was very very tough work in all weathers. But I wanted more, you know, I wanted to go on, I wanted to see the world, I wanted to do other things. So I, um, I went on, I created my own business. The first one was a, was a um, refurbishment business. I went inside with that, you know, refurbishment, finishing all that stuff. And then I went on, I, uh, um, I had an IT company, you know, and I met other people in film. And I, um, I started writing documentaries and the world's most, um, successful business business empires which are still there now that was a that was a real um a real journey for me i'd done a business degree you know along the way there as well with that uh i progressed with that i loved it you know there was a real up and downs that we have when we're forging ourselves yeah. as human beings as much as we're forging our businesses is really is really important you know and i just went on you know and i really got the wind in my sails and um I I excelled at different stuff, you know. I learned I learned business, and I um what we learned to do through through the through the inception and the development of the IT uh, um, IT media company at becoming the end was we integrated a lot of PR, you know. When we learned about um, profile development. Uh, profile development mm. we uh we become very good at marketing so we ended up really at our at our core what we what we are today is we're business engineers who actually build um an engineer and create um global and national personal and business brands we do absolutely everything you know and bolt on all the all the needed stuff for that and it's very uh very very bespoke but um, I'm also um, a very, very successful business and life coach. So this is very, this is very congruent. All this, all this stuff together, um, Gavin. Yeah. So like, 
more more than ever, you know, businesses are probably looking at what they are and who they are, and you know that kind of business journey they've been on for maybe the last five, ten years longer. Is isn't the same journey that they probably looked at now? If if they were to have a, a you know in January when they did their business plan up for twenty twenty, that's blown out the window. So, from your experience, what 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 should businesses be looking at now? for 2021, 2022, you know, how, how can they be better? And, and what would you look at a business and go, okay, these are the fundamentals that you would see. This is a great question. I'm glad you asked it because this is very, very pivotal. One thing I will say is, you know, we're dealing with a lot of, a lot of clients now, a lot of companies, and we need to reinvent them and their brands, restructure their businesses and reposition them in the market so they can integrate um, you know, integrate in a way that is kind of ahead of itself in a way, because what we've kind of got here is look, um, if people fall for the classic, classic mistake of assuming that because maybe what, 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 what they prospered at before is mm. going to work for them again, Gavin, it's really not. I mean, this is apparent, just the mindset of the world alone is a real red flag here. Uh, the other thing, of course, is the money markets. I mean, without going into the technical parts of it, all the money that has been lost and has been moved here has to go somewhere. Yeah, there's a big hole. Eventually, it, you know, it has to go somewhere. So, although there's going to be spikes and that may seem like there's good times, there is going to be a downturn as well until this balances itself out. You know, so what we're looking at for our for our businesses and our brands is certainly that they need evergreen systems i.e. online systems that can withstand um, kind of attacks of attrition like this, yeah. or even, you know, being, 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 being completely locked down. So they can still trade, they can still engage with their clients, and they can still give a quality service. And, and do you find that businesses you go into or businesses you've talked with are, are still pretty reluctant to, you know, look at that as, a new, as, as, as the new normal or as you know, over the last six, 12 months, has there been a, an appetite for change or what, what way have you seen it? I've, I've seen it in two camps. I've seen it in two camps and it's, it's nothing I haven't seen before. And what you basically have is you have real go-getters who are innovators, who are so far along the beaten paths, their mindset and what they do is they are, they are innovators. So they solve problems and they will find ways. So anything that kind of hits them, it may, it may kind of push them for a while, but they always get back on the horse. So there's these kind of people who will always um, revert to type and do what they do. These are the people who are always trying to see more, are always trying to be ahead of the game, are always willing to put the time, money, investment in. In a sense, they're warriors. But, you know, I mean, that, you know, that is going to work for them in a way. But then you have the other camp who, you know, are like a rabbit in the headlights. They're the wait people. Oh, you know, I have to wait. Oh, my God. You know, I don't have enough information. I'm not sure. Oh, all the uncertainty. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to sit on everything. I'm going to sit in my hands. I'm going to wait until, you know, until it pans out a bit. This is not a good idea. You know, I must be honest. It, Waiting for anything like that in business is a real killer. You know, you need to, uh, in life, you need to pick yourself up and dust yourself off and you need to be going forward in the right direction. This is what I would definitely say.
Yeah, I, I, yeah, businesses refusing to innovate. You know, their their brands aren't around too much at the moment. So, uh, um, even even in the service industry, you can you can see for you know that has that fundamentally has to change. If 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 restrictions are going to stay in, that they're you know the fundamental how we go and get our coffees or you know simple restaurants how, how normal is going to look like in that even to schooling um i know you're you know you're in the uk and and you know at the, the back to school protocols like the, the classes aren't big enough and different things like that so you know every part of society has to look at changing um who would you know you, you mentioned mindset there and a lot of people talk around mindset um you know is there a certain way of being able to change your mindset? If you have a fixed mindset and you're looking to, as a coach and you're, you're, you're trying to get people to be more open and kind of into, into a growth mindset, you know, what, what, what would you look at at a person or, or how that person would be set up to be able to change if, if there's people looking at this simple tasks? It's um, putting yourself into progressive, uncomfortable positions consistently is a good thing this is where growth is you see a lot of people one thing about a coach one of the reasons i was so so successful uh gavin and good at it really was i've i've really been to deep dark places that other people haven't you know and i mean you know it's obvious you can only take people as far as you've experienced to go yourself yeah you know i mean this is you know this is the thing so um unfortunately but of course not in a positive way i have i have really had to surmount and overcome unbelievable unbelievable adversity now this starts and finishes finishes with us uh business is solving problems you know it really is you know it's it's finding ways you know um flexibility is 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 absolutely key and i mean for me what i what i've always learned is when we're in business uh uh, a part of success is that we have the right answers quickly or if we we make a an error or a decision that can be improved upon that um that uh we have enough humility and aptitude to be able to see the facts of why that wasn't work for us, working for us and then be able to action action the right answers again quickly uh the best way I can say it is, look, you know, we try, we train entrepreneurs, um, entrepreneurs. This is valuable. And I've been around many, many CEOs. I mean, unbelievably successful people, many old school directors from, from corporate companies, you know, I've been there many, many years, but there's one thing that we will all, all agree on, you know, as a collective. And that is that it wasn't necessarily the clever, business innovations or trainings or anything like that that necessarily moved us forward. Although that is, that is important, but rather it was the um, internal, internal breakthroughs as a human being that really pushed us forward. Now this is key because many, you know, there is a, a balance here, but it is about, I find this on the boards of the companies that I'm on as well. It really is about the person because when we think we're, we're listening, we really realize we need to listen more, Gavid, right? Really, you know, when we think we're decisive in the right ways, we realize, you know, we realize, well, you know, we're not really what we think we are. We can improve on that. When we think we're humble, 
and not, then we realize we have a long way to go in humility. Mm. So, you know, for me now where I am, it's, 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 this is where the fast growth is. It's not, the learning goes on regardless, you know, the clever learning of how to do things better and different CRM systems and what's the latest, whatever, right? But really, you know, the answers, you know, all the big answers are inside and it's how we respond to the world, people, places and things. I hope that helps. Yeah, no, you, you mentioned something there um, around listening. I always find that quite funny because it's the hardest thing to do, uh, especially in a, in a fast paced world we try and live in. It's everybody's trying to answer the, the thing you said 30 seconds ago before they actually listen to what you said. Uh, and it's one of the things I did a, a, an IMI, which is a course here uh, in leadership. And, and it was one of the things that they mentioned in the course is we don't listen. Um, we, we, ex we're answering before we listen. And it, when you mentioned it there, I just chuckled to myself because it was the one thing I tried to do more of. Uh, and you can see the benefits straight away. It's um, it, it, it's always good to listen, they say, but we're, we're just programmed to answer rather than, than listen to what people are saying. Anyway, moving on from my rant there. Um, very important, though, Gavin. This is very important. You know, everyone jumps to really clever stuff. And that's cool. You know, there's mm. lots of room for the clever stuff. But we go so far sometimes that some of the fundamentals, as we were talking about, are really simple stuff like that, at really gauging what we're doing and where we're at, how our thinking processes are working like that, you know, and are we, you know, are we listening rather than just hearing mm. and, you know, and stuff like that. This, this stuff is, a, is, a, is, is very key. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, one thing I was from, from when we talked first to, to now, you've, you've, you've had many different ups and downs in your career and you've, 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 you've prospered, you've failed and, and you've moved on. What, what way have you worked on it to, you know, you know, it's probably more apparent than ever. There is going to be failures uh, and people will feel bad about themselves because things they were doing might be working. Revenue might be coming in. You know, is, is there a certain thing we should be doing to, to, to accept the failure and move on and do something different? There's many things. Yeah. I mean, again, again, it goes back to the person. Mm. really what do you have in you this is the narrowest part but you know i always thought and this is important um business uh business creating a business keeping a business viable and upscaling it to whatever you know whatever uh heights you know ipo whatever is it you know there are many many levels yeah. and it, it's a it's an unbelievably specialized task you know and it's it's not it's not for the faint-hearted you need a really high pain, pain, pain threshold as well as being multi-skilled and you know have a great aptitude i mean that's you know there's so much more than that but um you know if you're there in the sea after two years gavin then you've really earned it this is what i say because you're not there by chance and um you see a lot of people actually they um you know, they say, I have a great idea. I'd love to start a business. I mean, that's great. There's no reason why they shouldn't do that and more. But um, really what they find is, is that 
you don't really choose a business, what I've learned. A business chooses you. Because if you're still sitting there after two, three years, then you've earned your seat and you really are hardened in the ways of the world. And um, in a sense, this is where you really start to get traction. It's like there's a rite of passage here as a human being in business that is not for the faint hearted. You know, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you get that. Yeah, no, 100%. Sure you understand that. You know, I never, I, I work at talent acquisition recruitment. That, that's what I've done for 13, 14 years. I didn't go to college and go, that's what I want to do. Um, you know, I, I was called in and it's something I enjoy doing. And it's, it's back to something you said earlier around problem solving. Um, I, I listened, there's a business called Intercom here in Ireland. Des Trainer spoke at a conference I had before and he said, you don't have a product if it's not solving a problem. Um, and, and that stuck with me hand over fist for the last while. So anything I think about these days is, you know, what, what problem are you trying to solve? And, and that makes, personally, that makes you better at your job. Um, so moving on, the, the, the book, your, your, your biography, the, the Monkey Puzzle Tree, um, it's out in a couple of weeks. I obviously read a couple of the extracts in the, in the Sunday World there a couple of weeks ago. Um, and, and you have um, a, fe a feature film coming out and there's a lot more happening. Uh, how, how did that all come about? It's a big deal, Gavin, it really is. And uh, yeah. even that, that's a, a real journey. You know, it's an unbelievable journey, but it kind of keys into what we do in business and in a visionary sense, because I see this years ago. And of course I was nowhere, I was nowhere close to that. You know, the work behind it is immense. It really yeah. is. But I saw that clearly. You know, we're talking three years, four years back. So this is for, and I, I kept going. We're in a wonderful place now, you know, but there was many, many learnings, many learnings, many um, uh, rivers to cross, you know, fences to jump yeah. along the way there for this, right? But, you know, it just goes to show that, you know, when you have something that's pure and you know and you can see it and you work diligently towards it, and you really, really go for it. You know, success I've always understood for many people, sometimes it's inches away. To them in their head, they can, you know, the little green shoots can just be under the surface and they're just about to come up. But because they may have slogged, I mean, flat out for maybe 18 months, two years, and they really feel that there's no more in the tank. Really, they don't know how close they are. Even people who are, who are doing so well, sometimes it's like one to the left, two to the right, four to the left. It's really, it's really that close with business, especially with pe people who know business. It's a constant. So it, it's actually something that um, come back to that course. It was, it was when the lecturer said, you know, take a step back from your business and, and like come off the dance floor, or take a helicopter view, all the buzzwords you want to talk about, but take that moment to kind of step back and go, okay, where are we? we? We talked just before this about running. You know, I use that to clear my head and to think about where I am and what I want to do. Uh, I, I do think a lot of people forget that in their world where, you know, everybody is so involved in this last 10 weeks might've been sometimes people might've come up with life changing ambitions after this, but it, it does take a bit of effort to take a step back. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's like the monkey puzzle tree, you know, the monkey puzzle tree for the, for, for the fewest listeners out there. It's a, it's a very emotive tale 
about my life, which, yeah. you know, which goes all the way through. There's, it's very well written. And um, I was at a stage in my life where I, I really produced the goods as a writer. It's a very emotional, a very real hmm. tale. It's, it's very well put together, you know, and it, it, you know, it goes to very, very kind of specialist esoteric areas where a lot of people haven't been. So it's very informative. I'm talking about high security prisons as a, you know, as a category, uh, a category A inmate, hmm. uh, which I went through. You know, you know all the all the all the feelings of that, all the all the loss, the guilt, the shame. You know, the pain of it, Gavin. You know everything. Yeah. I mean, all of that is all there. You know, it's very relevant. It's a full story. But for me, you know, the beautiful parts is how I unravelled that, how I got over the challenges, how I, you know, how I learnt to uncode the adversity find the courage, you know, within myself, you know, to go forward, even in the worst of times. And, you know, what I used to do that, the people I met, the experiences I had. And of course, you know, I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I'm privileged enough now, for, it took me all my life pretty much to have wonderful people in my life, really wonderful people who see me, who actually see me. Yeah. See me, you know. You know, and it's really interesting. Someone, someone said to me the other day, Gavin, they said, Stephen, do you know what? If people don't actually see you, I mean, actually see you, you don't exist. I said, wow. I said, that's very profound. But I said, you know what? You're so right. It's true. Yeah, no, definitely. People can see you, say, hi, how are you doing in the morning? Or, you know, have an exchange of business with you. But really, in a sense, there are different degrees of this. And some people can see us, but they don't see us at all. Now, really... In there, they, if they don't see us, in a sense, we don't really exist, yeah. do we? Yeah, and that comes back to the again the listening side of things. If you you know, the, we all throw away the comments. How how are you? How's things? That's great. All right, I have to run. You you, you know, you're just paying that lip service to people. It's uh, you know, and, and and there was um, we did a mental health talk in, in Dublin beforehand, and uh, one of the speakers, a guy called Dr. Amy Clark, was at it, and he said, you know, actually ask people how they are. Uh, and that makes people feel a lot better. And that, that will probably come back tying into being seen as well. You know, a lot of people, especially in busy cities, London, Dublin, you're in such a rush to get places. And when you do meet people, or, or even in a business context, you can say, you know, how's things actually, you know, remember if they have a family, remember the, the little points that even in your own working environment, um, I always find that really important. And if somebody reverts back to me and say, how are your kids? It's like, okay, well, they actually listened. Yeah. There's a real, um, this is a, another very, very important point. There's a real kind of development to this because, um, you know, it is about, it is about your uh, connection with people, hmm. like your real connection. You know, we have businesses where we, we have funnels and we do all that stuff, marketing and, you know, we're automated and all that. But, you know, this is just the way that it is, the way a good business runs and, you know, our systems are, uh, work uh, well and they do what they do and all this. But really, most of the main best clients I have, we only pick certain ones now. And they are all due to, a, you know, to, to my and their ability to connect in a really wonderful way and see the value that we can add to each other 
have that respect for one another as human beings and then really go for whatever project it is. You know, and some of these are wonderful people, uh, you know, I have to say, and it really is on, you know, it really is on the, on the relationship. Yes, there's all the providence of work behind this, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes to the actionable, real stuff, it's about this. Yeah. 100%. Me and you here and, you know, doing the do and talking the talk and pushing and pulling and, you know, and finding, finding, finding each other out in a really, you know, mm. in a really wonderful way. We say, yeah, I can, I can, I can work with this. Yeah. No, and it comes back then. Yeah. Other things around, I'd say your ethical choices. Do you believe in that business? Is that the right business for you to work with? And we can all work with businesses, but do we actually want to work with them and that type of thing? It's, you know, what's their purpose? I, I, I look at that now more than ever, you know, what's their culture? What's their purpose? What, who are they? What they're trying to sell? You know, there's lots in, you can, you can, there, there's so much within the, the, who you do, who you do business with is, is really important, especially how you want to feel after your day's work. Um, yeah, these are real, you know, these are real things that we learn on the way through mm -hmm. Kevin and I'm sure yeah. people it's, um, yeah, they become, they become very important because you learn that time, time is, time is the most, most precious commodity. Yeah. It's not actually what other people think, you know, you know, and you prize it very, very carefully towards the later part of your journey, you know? I just had my birthday, so yeah, time, time runs out very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to find the right words there. So I. <laughs> so, um, you know, I won't take much more of your time up. Just, just little things that, that I was reading. You know, your, um, your, um, your humanity awards that you got. How, how did that come about? The, you know, the, you, you, you kind of the ambassador for a peace award and the. And uh, the Sunhawk Peace Prize, you know, there was so much more in there that you, I just wasn't expecting when I when I, when I kind of reached out to you first. Um, I was lucky enough. I when I transformed my life, Gavin, I um, I, you know, as I am today, I was really driven to make a difference, and um, you know, I really went with that. There was a real, you know, a real drive in me to 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 actively change things for the better you know, and improve as many people's lives as possible. And uh, I didn't shy away from that. You know, I went into many um, prisons. I've done talks, both men and women's prisons, mm. you know. I actively fought a lot of things that was very, 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 very unhealthy. You know, I took a stand about that. And I, uh, through, through, through my work in the pharmaceutical industry, you know, we had a, we have a, a product there. It was an R and D for eight years. It's, it's in the open wound industry. It's unbelievably innovative. It'll save hundreds of thousands of lives and um, work I'd done there, you know, and uh, that became and is at a uh, governmental level now, you know, with yeah. governments and presidents around the world, especially in Africa. Do you know, when I'd done a, um, a lot of talks, I, you know, I become, I'm involved in a lot of humanitarian stuff and I met a lot of people on that circuit who are doing a lot of wonderful initiatives. Um, getting medicines out to deprived areas and India, all kinds of things, you know, and you find yourself really seeing so much about the world, um, you know, and saying, look, you know, I, 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 this, well, for me, it makes my life worth, worth worth living gavin if yeah. even what i can do something 
So, you know, I always knew that. So, of course, I, I um, you know, I got on with that. I still do now, you know, and we're involved in a lot of things. So I was given, um, uh, I was awarded an Ambassador of Peace Award by the Secretary General of the Universal Peace Federation, but I was also nominated for the Sunak International Peace Prize. That That's a big deal. That was yeah. a big deal and um, very humbling. That it's certainly paying it forward anyway. If that's the uh, if, if 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 that if that's way of looking at it, it's 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 great to see. Um, just just rounding off a couple of things. Um, we'll come back to your book just at the end. The the next kind of six months for businesses are going to be and for leaders are going to be really important. Um, what would you say fundamentally businesses or leaders should be doing now to kind of be ready for 2021 or even to close off the year in a positive manner. I'm sure many of them know being there anyway, leaders and, but, but it's, it's, you know, they really need if they haven't already to restructure, but in an outward facing way that kind of jumps, jumps a good section of six, nine months as we're going in here now. You know, and they need to integrate evergreen systems into that in the sense a lot of online stuff that can run regardless. So, you know, so their staff and their, their services and their products, you know, and their initiatives can still produce and run without any more aggravation. This has been the thing because there, you know, only there really is a, a stability a stability of sorts, because there is going to be a, a, a balancing, a balancing period here, you know, you know, especially in the financial arena, which is, you know, it's going to be up and down a bit. It's, it's, um, you know, I'm sure it's going to be fine, but again, you know, what I would suggest is it's about thinking out of the box, preparing for this stuff and being ahead of the game. So when the avalanche comes, then you knew it was there anyway, and you've kind of, you know, you've got your stuff together. Those are just sitting and waiting for more information, or I'm not sure, or we'll do something down the road. I would strongly um, invite them to have a look at their strategy there and be more um, uh, aggressive towards protective frameworks. Hmm for them and their business. And, and would, that, would that be something like um, doing nearly like a, a, a review of your leadership team, seeing if people are in the right place, um, looking at, you know, mindsets of people there, are they, you know, is it now the right time to have a, a you know, a closed mindset leadership team or do you need an innovator coming in or, you know, would that be, um, some, or would you just look at the business as whole and say, let's get to that in 21? It's, we're working with a lot of businesses now and we do this now, we, businesses are always at different different stages of development, right? You know, they're a lot of people, really. But um, one of the things is a lot of businesses, really, we can't really say until we look because it's a very bespoke thing where a business is, especially one that's been trading and has, has infiltrated and molded itself into, into a niche within an integrated market. So it's a very finite kind of ingredients that they've shaped there that's working for them. So we really have to, you know, we really have to look at that. We're very good at it, but in some instances they're rebranding. 
completely. Certainly their message is changing and their mission statement. Do you know what I mean? Their mission statements are changing. Their audiences, you know, and their target, target avatars and stuff like that, they're also changing. You see this, you see something like this, as you know, Gavin, has the power to really make or break a business. Just yep. one of these things alone, if it's not managed, managed constructively. So when you get a lot of little things like this together, you know, you really need to have a look at that, you know, especially where, you know, you have a uh, unprecedented situation here that no one can really read because it's completely unprecedented. But here we are nevertheless. So it is about planning and it is about um, protective frameworks to get us through that is, is, is the mind of, of, of what 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 i would certainly suggest this is what we're doing so it's kind of what we do for businesses i mean we always start where the money is we need to see where the money is because it's a business yeah you know how are you monetizing it where are you losing money how can we um enhance that how can we upscale that where are you where have you got a ball and chain unnecessarily around your feet here that you're dragging with you right this kind of stuff so, you know, we narrow and we slimline stuff, but, you know, it's kind of a strat A good strategy is to, you know, with your um, evergreen systems that you get up, you can always be monetizing stuff to pay the bills, downloadables. You can be doing loads of different yeah. stuff. You, you can be marketing to, you know, to pitch to certain, certain clients, which can um, keep your business viable while you have another part of the business. Maybe you're reconstructing again. So this is a good idea. Then you're, then you're, you have a, you have a stability anyway. At least everything hasn't stopped, or yeah. you're having to restructure everything again. You know, yeah, hundred percent. We'll, we'll close on this because I'm, I'm conscious of taking up loads of your time. Um, the, the, it's okay. Your, your autobiography, the the monkey puzzle tree. When's it out, and how, how can you get it? It's um, it's out in seven weeks. I mean, if people go go to the website now. It's www.steven with the ph gillen.com. They can go in there now. They can pre-order it. We are for the people who go in there now and pre-order. You know, and there are a lot that um they're going to be the first ones to get it in a digital in a digital form. And you know, we're going to go through all them people, and some of them are going to get tickets to get access behind the scenes when we film the movie. So because of this COVID nineteen thing again, um. It's going in the shops, of course. How long is a bit of string? You know, um, what what the book trade is doing now anyway. I had a meeting this morning with my publisher is there's a lot more traffic for books. Yeah. But they're using the websites now anyway a lot more because of the situation. So if people want a book, Gavin, they'll they'll search and they'll go and they'll get it. So this is a good way to get it. But it will be out in uh, you know, seven weeks. You can pre order it now straight away, you know, and if they if they go into my website, there's loads of free content in there. There's loads of interviews. There's loads of cool stuff, you know. Yeah. And um, we get to know each other through that through that through that route. But there's going to be a lot of wonderful stuff coming out in the next little while. So you know, I'm sure I'm sure we'll talk again. The papers in Ireland are, you know, are certainly going to be doing some 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 more articles. Brilliant. No, thanks, Mill, for your time today, Stephen. It's been a pleasure talking to you and. Uh, we, we'll, we'll talk soon. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Thank you.